giant bullshit is the most listened to podcast in the country. Country. It's okay. Thanks for showing up. Sorry we had to meet at the public library. Uh, the computer we usually record on at the studio is infested with maggots right now, so we're just recording onto a, a public computer here at the library. Well, that's all right with me. Uh, sorry I'm so late. I really had to hurry this morning. I forgot to take my meds, my schizophrenia meds, before I came here. Well, that shouldn't be a problem. <gasps> is that Mechagodzilla? Shh. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't think that's Mechagodzilla. It looks like it's just a homeless guy beating off the pornography on one of these computers. You sure? Y yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. All right, well, what did you think about Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla? Or what the fuck is this called? Tokyo SOS. Tokyo SOS. Isn't this one of your favorites? <laughs> it's one of my... Shut up. It's, one of my, I, it's my favorite. I get to call it whatever I want. I get to name it. That's how it works. Okay. So yeah, I forgot that's how movies work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like this one a good bit. This was a... This is a good... Again, it was a lot like the last one, which it's more or less the same... Fucking rocks, ...team yeah. of people mm -hmm. working as, as on the last one. This one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty rock solid. It's pretty... It's like... Uh, I'd put this up here with the Gamera movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got really, really quality special effects. The human storyline's pretty fucking absent. But they're but, solid and they don't take up too much time. Yeah, and and they they're still like uh they've got that uh air of like corniness to yeah. them where it's like there's an asshole and it's like they don't really care to even have the asshole do much outside of just fitting into that cliche, you know what I mean? Yeah, just sort of filling out that part of like what a blockbuster movie's sort of supposed to have. Like once he's introduced and established as an asshole, we barely see him for the rest of the movie. And no. it's like, okay, now that he's there, we can move on to Godzilla beating the shit out of robots and butterflies. Yeah. It fucking rocks. Uh, so this was one of my favorites as a kid. Uh, I always talk about Son of Godzilla and Godzilla versus Gigan, but this one was probably hands down my favorite really? as a kid. I rented it one time. And you never gave and, it back. No, I, I did give it back, unfortunately. And the problem was I could not remember, I couldn't pair the the title of the movie to the movie itself. And so I would go to the to Blockbuster and rent like Godzilla uh, versus Mothra, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, Godzilla oh, versus Mechagodzilla okay. 2. And I'd be like, which one has fucking both Mothra and... Uh, Mechagodzilla in it because a lot of these uh, Godzilla movies sometimes they wouldn't have covers like regular movies did they would just be like a blockbuster label and on the side it would say yeah. the Godzilla movie and I think that was probably just because it was a foreign movie and mm -hmm. you know relatively new at the time so I would drive myself fucking crazy trying to find mm -hmm. this movie um, it's kind of where I, I developed my my disdain or part of my disdain for uh, the original Mothra versus Godzilla is because I would rent that one, By which accident. was one that I owned. I owned that one, and so I would go and I would rent, and I was like, you know, I would tell my parents, like, I think this is the one that I'm thinking of, and then mm -hmm. I'd get home, and it's just the one that I fucking already have access to, and it's fucking old and shitty, and Mechagodzilla's not in it. And I was like, fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> what about you? Did you see this as a kid? I definitely did. Uh, I remember 
uh, going to Blockbuster, and this one had a at mine it had a cover, mm-hmm. the Tokyo SOS cover, and I remember it being in the new movie section. Oh. Yeah, they had like a little, you know, mm-hmm. stack of it, and it was like Tokyo SOS, and I was like, oh shit, new one? Okay, mm-hmm. we're getting it. The thing is, I know I rented this at least a few times, and I saw it on TV a couple of times as well during those marathons. Mm-hmm. They would run, um, but I didn't remember, I didn't retain any memory of this movie. Like against Mechagodzilla, like I know the general... Mm-hmm. premise and like what it's like but I couldn't remember much of anything from this movie like it, watching it it was like I don't remember any of this yeah uh, I know I watched it a few times I know that as a kid I would get the title I I associated the title with GMK yeah because it's one of those ones where it's just kind of like all out attack you know it's like Tokyo SOS mm-hmm. not really much rhyme or reason uh-huh. to the you know like this one isn't especially to- Tokyo isn't in any sort of special danger yeah relative really, to what they usually are in these yeah, movies you know more or less uh, complete destruction but mm-hmm. nothing I haven't seen before uh, but so I, I would just get it mixed up and I always thought that that was the one with the evil Godzilla too, even though I know I rented this one multiple times. Yeah. I remember picking it up, but that's my relationship. I I don't remember if it was this movie or the previous one, but there was one that I rented as a kid that did not have a dub. Mm. It only came with subtitles, and I want to say it was against Mechagodzilla, but I remember going home and uh, I would get my parents or my sister to turn on the dub usually uh, if it wasn't already on by default. And they were like going through and they're like, oh, this one doesn't have one. So I made my sister read me the entire movie because uh, I was like, I would have been about six and I just couldn't read fast enough. Mm-hmm. I could read, but a lot of the words were like big, you know, like military mm-hmm. words and like numbers and stuff. And I just couldn't read fast enough to keep up with it. So I made her read the entire thing to me, you know, which sucks for her. Yeah. But sucks funny, suck. funny in hindsight. You know, just thinking about sitting on the couch and having somebody who fucking hates Godzilla like reading (laughs) the movie to me. That's cool. Years later, when I picked up the Blu-ray from this, I brought it to my dad's house, and he had these big, like, uh, tower speakers or whatever they are, Mm -hmm. like, just big, kind of nice speakers on the sides of his TV. I was, like, home alone that day, and I put it in. Somehow, I, I, I had accidentally, like, figured out how to use those speakers, Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the day that I realized that uh, it was when Mothra was like flying around in the beginning, like through those clouds, that really mm-hmm. cool opening scene. Uh, that was when I realized that I should invest in a sound system. <laughs> so that's the reason why I have a sound system now is because that was like... So good. Yeah, or, or the contrast between what that sounded like just coming out of TV speakers versus a, an actual sound system. Right. Like, you know... An effects movie. I don't think the mix is anything special, but um, it's just well suited to presentation like yeah, that. Yeah, it just whatever it clicked. Mm. Um, so yeah, this movie holds a lot of significance in my life. It's really, it really is the reason why I have a, a sound like you know, a little home theater sound system kind of. I wasn't too into the ones that didn't have uh, some sort of opponent monster, mm-hmm. uh, and I wasn't crazy about Mothra. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Mechagodzilla, so maybe that's why I kind of zone. Maybe I zoned out 
I remember not hating it. Like, I don't have any memories of being like, fuck, this is boring, you know, mm-hmm. like I do with others. But, uh, yeah, I just don't, maybe that's why I don't remember anything because I wasn't too into it at the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it's a solid one. I mean, it's 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 almost like uh, I, I have trouble thinking of anything to say because, like, once again, it's like it, it's hitting the marks of what one of these should be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like really, like, pacing is good. It's hitting all the beats. Yeah. Uh, you know, very similar to against Mechagodzilla. Yeah. It's just, I mean, everything looks great. It's like, it really does stand out to me because it's like so often these movies fall so short when it comes to the big action set pieces. Uh huh. You know, especially from this era where it's like, oh, wow, this stuff looks really good. That suit looks great. You know, wow. The compositing. The compositing looks is really good. Really good. Um, but so often, like, you know, once it starts, it's like, it's almost like, did you guys even fucking try with, like, an idea for an actual fight? Mm-hmm. You know? Or did you have, like, broad ideas? Because, like, so much of it will blend together. But this, all of it's so good. Like, it really, it's really just so cool. It looks awesome when Godzilla and Mothra first show up in Tokyo, mm-hmm. start fighting the, the sun setting. Similar to the first fight from the last movie, mm-hmm. and uh, just like the sky is really saturated, everything looks really good. It's mm-hmm. like really saturated, and, and like I said last time, like so so many of these scenes are shot so flat mm-hmm. a lot of the time, and it just really sticks out to me. It's like wow, this looks, it just looks good. It's like this is what all of these yeah sequences should be. Got top tier monster action looks mm-hmm. really good. Mothra looks awesome. You were commenting on that. Yeah, Mothra looks really good. Uh, apparently this time was like the first time that they had wires uh, being pulled from above and below, which oh. is how they got the wings to look really good when they flap. Nice, yeah. Uh, for most of the movie, uh, there is a part when Mothra sneaks up on Godzilla, reminiscent to Megagirus, and <laughs> she's her wings are not moving at all. Yeah. And that's like the only time in the entire movie that it does that, and it's really weird. It's, it's a little... It's insane to think this is the same guy that made Megagirus because it's, these fights are so good. They're so good. I heard that the the special effects guy from the last movie was uh was held over for this movie because uh he was able to to get so much out of the little budget that they had mm. for the previous one. It's it's that, fucking the the part when Mechagodzilla flips Godzilla. That's awesome. It's you know, so fucking cool. It, it's I love all of them. You know, like there's a few ones where like there's a bit of a, a of a of a jump in disbelief you have to make, mm-hmm. uh, just because like it doesn't cut together quite right sometimes. But mm-hmm. it's all it always gets the idea across, and it's so cool uh, when Mothra, Mothra like drags Godzilla. Yeah, they kind of like cut to him just on the ground already. Yeah, there's but like, it's like it seems like there was one clip missing there to yeah. like connect the two. Yeah, media missing. Mm-hmm. Adobe. Yeah, it's all awesome. Like they're going all out. Mm-hmm. You were telling me about the three building rule that Toa apparently gave them. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's it's hard to believe that was actually the case with how many fucking buildings they destroyed in this. Yeah, and that seems like a ridiculous thing to impose on one of these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. But it's very cool. They're they're going all out. All the sets are so detailed. Yeah, it's just great. I, there's not there's almost nothing to say about it other than like pointing out things and saying they're cool. Yeah, you know uh, the the beginning scene looks really really nice with like they're above these jets are flying tracking Mothra mm-hmm. as like a basically a UFO. Yeah. 
And uh, and it, that's such a great idea for an opening scene to yeah. introduce Mothra that way. Because mm-hmm, it starts out and I was almost like, oh, I don't know. Because, you know, there's so many of these where it's like, sir, there's, you know, you start out with like command centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, often, you know, American ones where they have like the only white people they could find. Mm-hmm. You're being like, there's a F UFO, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, so... Right when this started, I was kind of like, oh, you know, there's yeah. something. We don't know what it is. I wonder what the fuck it could be. Yeah. This, they, they, you know, once they get the jets in the air, they like, there's something about it slightly different where there's more focus on like these guys that are in the air mm-hmm. too. I feel like it usually it's a little more divorced with like people in command centers being like, what do you see? Uh-huh. Which I guess that's happening here. But something about it is just a little, you know, more. And just the visual idea of having Mothra fly through like a cloud system mm-hmm. and just like giving little peaks of it. Yeah. You know? And, and it, hearing the like ritualistic like singing. Yeah. Yeah. In the cockpit and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. I hear singing. He so says, cool. It's, it's really it's, good. I love all the people coming back. This is like, this is for sure the Godzilla of my childhood. Like mm-hmm. default in my mind, just kind of when, when I thought of Godzilla, it was like, this movie Mm. you know characters that are there for a minute and then they're gone (laughs) and then like just really fucking cool monsters beating the shit out of each other Mm -hmm. uh never a dull moment going real fast looking cool uh this is probably the first movie where they come pretty close to compositing the the like little people working on mecha godzilla or just any robot in general Mm -hmm. uh like with the the still robot suit. Yeah. You know, it's not a hundred percent all the time, but there, Mm -hmm. there are parts when they're doing like relatively complicated camera moves with With... uh, like on both scales and matching them up. And it's really impressive. And it's, they do it with the Mothra twins a lot. That, yeah, that really, that does that, those parts of service. Mm-hmm. You know, because so, so often, you know, it's like the Mothra twins come out in one of these movies and it's like, uh, you know, they're right. like covered in blue. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a blue aura, mysterious blue aura yeah, around them. But in this, and it isn't, once again, the cleanest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But especially considering that, you know, that they had a slashed budget. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, early still. Mm-hmm. These things, they look really good. When they're when they're you know they come to see the old guy, yeah, from Mothra, the original Mothra, mm-hmm. and uh, they're you know like I guess craning like down, yeah, and they they got it like you know that's one where it's like uh, in a lot of other movies I would expect that to be like, yeah, you know? <laughs> like it's not quite like I get what you're trying to do, yeah, but this they 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 hit the mark. They did it right, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what method they used to do that, you know, or if it, it must have know. just been like motion controlled. Must have been cameras yeah. and and probably access to better computers and softwares. Yeah, to to stick one on top of the other. Yeah. Really good. From what I remember, Final Wars has some pretty terrible green screen in it, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, going from this where it's it almost feels like they finally did it. Like, yeah, you like, know, you just assume like going forward, it's like they're they you know, figured it out. They've got compositing in the bag. Mm-hmm. That's that's just one of the things. These movies are so systematically made. It's like okay, you figured out your method for uh-huh. keying the Mothra twins. Yeah, but now 
Lost again. Lost once it's, again. Yeah. It's fine. But it, I, I heard uh, th- that the director of this movie, he wanted he wanted it to be part of his movies that he, like, that there's a message of, uh, like, life is important, <laughs> um, which is so fucking awesome. Yeah. I saw a little snippet of an interview with him, and he was like, you know, even if it's a little corny, you know, it's something that children need to be taught over and over again so that they know life is important. That's cool. That's so cool. It's it's it, it makes good. it makes the movie even better cuz you know it comes from a genuine place. Yeah, and he never goes too far like so many other mm-hmm. ones of these is like you know, we've talked about it at nauseum but like just spouting beliefs. Uh-huh. Or whatever opinions. Mm-hmm. If that's even, you know, just kind of random shit on like we should take care of the earth. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> this this is good. It's almost funny that it would be in this too. It's like I care about making sure people know that life is important, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like it kind of doesn't shine through that much. <laughs> no. But I'm so glad that that's the ethos with which he made. Right. It's a these movie movies. about a fucking dinosaur fighting a robot. Yeah. Life, life matters. Is yeah. It's, it's every important. life matters. Every <laughs> life is a life worth living. That's right. And uh, he's right. I agree. It's totally fucking separate from what we're watching. It's cool. They do go out of their way a couple a couple times at the end. The mm -hmm. prime minister. What does the prime minister say? He says, "Uh, this is a he basically he says like really quick a a couple times. I think like twice. He says it's important to remember one thing. Yeah, you know, Mr. Mothra says that at the end too. Yeah, he's like he's like important to remember one thing. This is our mess, and it's up to us to." Yeah. To make things right. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. He doesn't go on t- for too long. It, that's his last line. Then we cut to to the, the Mothra guy, mm-hmm. and he says, like, you know, he says kind of a semi-obscure sort of belief, mm-hmm. you know, a little, like, down a path. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's like, he says to the kid as they're watching, like, jeeps of soldiers drive by, he says it's important to remember one thing. Uh, that you live life only as much as nature allows, or only as long as nature allows. Yeah, like life is to be lived only as long as we're allowed. Like I agree with that. I guess I'm not. How hard did you hit your head <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when that rubble fell? Grandpa had a building fall down on him, so yeah. I don't know how how uh, ag- if he's to be trusted. I agree, but I don't. I'm not sure where you got that from. It's or, funny. It, or I it, guess since Mechagodzilla was rec- uh, resurrected. Yeah, yeah, that's and where that's, the connection is. That's yeah. that's one of the things that is like a little shaky mm, because mm-hmm. the first movie, meaning the previous movie, yeah, against Mechagodzilla. Uh, what is cool about that, or the idea that Godzilla is resurrected mm-hmm. in the form of Mechagodzilla, is like, you know, suddenly this you know creature that died, like this fucking destruction machine that died. Mm-hmm is resurrected and immediately like you know he wakes up and he's in the middle of a city again yeah and you know it's just like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit he's gonna fuck shit up you know this is the one thing like you know they were so lucky to have him fucking die when he did and now he's back essentially in a tank yeah (laughs) And, and he's just you know left to do whatever the fuck he wants and like that's such a cool idea mm-hmm. to just have like something unstoppable that the humans built on accident, basically. Right. Yeah. You know, not seeing the you know the risk. 
Not expecting here, for his, like f- for him to supernaturally resurrect. Right. Yeah. In a machine. Go on. Sorry. But in this, it's completely different. It's completely Godzilla. Like he doesn't want to kill anymore for some reason. He's like, you know, they're like Godzilla wants to rest. Godzilla doesn't want to fight anymore. They're saying that they're like Mega Godzilla. Yeah. He wants to be laid to rest, and the Mothra fairies are like, he wants to, you know, he, he wa- needs to sleep. You yeah. know, he needs eternal rest. He was disturbed. It's so weird now, and it's it's also really weird, and it's very corny at the end when it says like goodbye, uh, Yoshida or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like that thing that like infamously killed thousands of people. It's like an embodiment of destruction 50s. and hate. <laughs> that just said to goodbye to somebody, like yeah. like they're his friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck happened between the two movies? Because everything else, stylistically, tonally, uh, even some characters carry over. Like everything's yeah. so similar, but that is like completely flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that was like the director trying to like you know convey the uh, the same idea by two different means like giving us the downside of what happens when life is messed with and then this time the downside is that fighting occurs i guess i don't it's, know like you said it is shaky and it's almost a little like tantalizingly close cuz it it felt like in the last one they're like um it feels like a seed is planted mm-hmm. when he goes haywire. Yeah. You know, and starting this one, I was sort of expecting, I'm like, that's a nice little one to, for as a writer to have in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like at the worst possible time, uh-huh. Godzilla is going to take control of it again. Yeah. You know, maybe immediately as they try to use him. Yeah. You know, uh, but it doesn't really happen. He does take control of himself again. Yeah, but he like, Ends all the conflict. Yeah, he wants peace. He wants all the fighting to right, end. which makes no fucking sense. It's, it's and it's almost like I don't care because of how fucking corny it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it bleeds it's not so naturally. It's not into the rest of like you know this yeah. movie wants you to have a smile on your face, kind of. It wants you to have fun. Uh, it, it it's not like disingenuous or like you know. It's not like you're being bullshitted uh-huh. by them. I don't know how or why, but it just doesn't feel like that to me. Yeah. You know, but it is like, okay. Like, it it just feels like an unfulfilled idea. For movies that, like, are so focused on fulfilling what these should be, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, totally being what a lot of the other ones wanted to be, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Yeah. I I wish... Maybe I don't wish because I'm I am very happy with this, but it's it seems like where to go with that concept would be that like the current Godzilla like suddenly becomes the the lesser of two evils. Yeah, it's like and oh. he would have to he would be the only thing that could destroy Mechagodzilla mm-hmm. or like give them a chance at like getting the bones out. Yeah, but then that offers like a lot of interesting mm-hmm. things, but mm, you know. Yeah, doesn't go that way. Uh, I love Mothra in this, like the just yeah. that like ecosystem that's like so well established now. Yeah, like the you know Mothra's here, Mothra's old, Mothra gives birth, babies come, Mothra dies. Like I don't know, I I feel like that always works best as uh, an added element to something. Yeah, as not opposed the main to its thing own. Where yeah. it's like Mothra, something's happening with Mothra, and I was like, I wonder what it could be. <laughs> 
something is approaching the two a, a worm yeah what is it you know it's like oh man what is that yeah but they don't do that any of that with you mm-hmm. they give the bare minimum for any normies yeah watching where it's like two wor- two worms yeah that's about it it's like mm-hmm. you it, you know it's the mothra right we all and they, know. they go in with that attitude because the they make the original Mothra canon, which is cool yeah. because I fucking love the original Mothra. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool that they made that one canon because I feel like that even now that's like not one that people talk about. Like it gets overshadowed by Mothra versus Godzilla. Yeah, they sort of treat that like the beginning if they go back to any mm-hmm. sort of established stuff. But mm-hmm. or they treat God or they treat Mothra like a new thing. Usually, I feel is is the default. Yeah, I mean, Mothra's hasn't been in a whole. I guess GMK and before that, it was Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Mothra, Mothra outside yeah. of the Rebirth movies. It's always like Mothra. What mm. you know? It's like what? I can't believe Mothra. I should up. know the the name of the lady that did the score for this movie. Michiru Oshima. She did this one, the previous one, and uh. Megagirus, all of which have had very solid, very very good music and, and identifiable scores. Mm-hmm. This was the last one she did. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and she reuses, I think, some of the themes from the other two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she did a fucking great job. That's just very something good. I did, we didn't mention it last time. Yeah, but both of these have movies have really really good. Voice say her name. That might have already happened yeah. a couple minutes ago, actually. I think I did hear that. This one thing I'd say that against Mechagodzilla has over this, mm-hmm. uh, in my mind, is that it's a little sillier. Uh, at times, or at least a little, so. a little easier to laugh at, at least for me. In my mind, so far, these are about on the same level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but against Mechagodzilla just has that little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit cheesier. They both have great shots of extras running away. That's I true. love the part when like the monks are like dropping scrolls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a great idea. I feel like so rarely do these movies like they're going through the motions so solidly, but you know, nobody ever throws in like an idea for Oh, mm. what's going on in the pandemonium of people running away? Right, just telling a tiny story in like a 2 seconds. Bit. To really to build it out, you know, and give it mm-hmm. life, and I feel like that so rarely happens. But that's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. You know, so much, so often, it's like you know, people falling. Maybe somebody falls over. Yeah, but right, mostly yeah. it's just people running. But this is so it's good. nice. Just that little extra bit, and it's like thank you, thank you. Like I said, that that's part of what makes this feel like quintessential Godzilla. Yeah, this is like it's great, huge crowds of people. Mm-hmm. And like the cities in the background, like they're always framed like really nice. It's so, it's what you recognize. It's it's the it's the the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. you know, but made into an actual good movie. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much of this built out the public perception of Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. and or how much it is informed by them and fulfilling right, them. Right. But yeah, this it feels like it's like here's here's brand name. Right, Godzilla. Uh huh. Here's the here's the real shit. This ain't that save a lot. Best, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Bib. M- yeah, this is not do- uh, Doctor Perky. Mm-hmm. This is not uh, uh, Doc- Omeo's <laughs> Doctor Soda. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Soda, <laughs> Mr. Soda. <laughs> this is the this is the real th- thing. This is Lay's. This is Oreo. Mm-hmm. 
This is, is Coca Cola giving you cancer. Mm-hmm. These are big familiar names, which means they're good. And and it doesn't drag out at the end or anything. Like nope. this is over. Godzilla is at the bottom of the ocean again, mm-hmm. as he should be. Speaking of informing other pieces of media, it's very hard not to think of Pacific Rim now. Yeah, watching this, like the big scenes of like people walking around that huge, uh, like warehouse or wherever they're keeping Mechagodzilla, and yeah. then at the end, like the two people in a life raft in the middle of the ocean, and like yeah, that it... the asshole guy being like, "You're the new guy here. I don't fucking like you." Yeah, like all of that is very much present in Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Probably done a little bit better, but like just as authentically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Super Not cool. much else I can say about that. They are similar. That is good. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think, but I think for people in our generation, that is probably a reason why Pacific Rim struck such a chord with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is because these were, you know, kind of there as Godzilla was leaving off, mm-hmm. and then that came in right before Godzilla picked up. Yeah, um, it's fully realized, is what. You know, Pacific Rim is like absolutely. Yeah, especially you know. to the special effects degree and to the story degree. The story is fucking good, especially like mm-hmm. now going through all the Godzilla movies and Gamera movies and all the other bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that the bar isn't set very high uh, for human storylines yeah. uh, makes Pacific Rim seem so much more special. Yeah. Just having yeah. characters, you can remember their names, you can remember their personality, remember their faces. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they do right and part of that's probably just because i've seen that movie a million fucking times yeah um, but i think it's it's a little more solid it does have because it, it's, it's got a shit ton way, of identity way more money behind it than that too yeah lot, you know but still um yeah speaking of money as i told you this movie lost or i don't i actually don't know if it lost money but i know it did not make a lot of money performed yeah um and from what I understand, this is uh, basically the reason they decided to stop. Really? Uh, yeah. They, they got said, Final Wars in. Yeah, they said a... that they marketed that towards like uh, more as a celebration than a movie, is what I heard. Mm-hmm. Is that they were like, okay, it's Godzilla's 50th birthday, I think, or it might have been 40th. Mm. Uh, Godzilla's 40th birthday, and um, you know we're gonna do like this one thing, and they threw a bunch of money at. Final Wars, mm-hmm. um, and then, but it was always the plan to to go on a hiatus after that, right? Uh, even though I think there were a lot of people at Toho that really did want to continue working out. Like this guy wanted to do another Mech Godzilla mm-hmm. movie. I guess the plot would have been about more mechs made using giant monster DNA. Maybe, yeah. Um, we'll never know. Post credit scene. Post-credit scene, we didn't talk about the last one. Because we didn't watch it, and then we talked about not caring if there was a post-credit <laughs> right, scene. Right, yeah. <laughs> but the post-credit scene here is like... It's I don't know, much. post-credit scenes in, in movies that never got sequels, like the Mario movie. Yeah. It's like... It's so tantalizing sometimes. It's like... Yeah, and it's also bizarre, because it's just like there's a... They were hoping against hope. You know? But it's also a confidence to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what does this mean? You will find out later. You will find you out in the next <laughs> movie we make, you know, and then, ah! <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> disappearing forever. Yeah. But yeah, there's, to me, I've always read it. There's all, there's, there's such a, uh, uh, 
he really went for it. Like with the Mario movie or uh-huh. with this, you know, it's like, uh, you know, there's like a confidence, but it's almost like, you know, burns so bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't even, I, I'm, I'm having trouble putting it into words, but it's always, he sure went for it. There's a hopelessness yeah. to it, but there's also like a very like strong belief. It's like, it's almost, I can almost imagine using post-credit scene as like a ransom against your own studio. Uh-huh. You're being like, well, what the fuck are they going to make? Of the- uh-huh. <laughs> I already told them there's going to be another movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is cool that they're like, uh, genetic recreation, uh, see, see, uh, uh, process initiated, uh-huh. you know, and they're like, Ooh, what's that going to look like? Never fucking find out find ever. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new idea. Homeless on the side of the street. Like, I got a new idea for a Godzilla. Yeah. That's that's sort of what it brings to mind. Uh-huh. But it's cool. I love that the mean guy suddenly likes this new guy. Yeah. He's like, what does he say to him at the end? He's like, you know. Uh, he says, like, it's bullshit that Mechagodzilla saved your life because I saved your I life. I saved your Don't thank him. I saved your damn hell ass. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. I, I like that a lot of people reappear. This feels very connected to the past one. Mm-hmm. So many that are like supposed to be in like Biolante and the ones that are connected with that feel mm-hmm. so separate. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, that's in the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think a lot of those were trading directors and writers like crazy. Yeah. Um, but this feels very much like, even though we kind of do away with all the, all the main characters, but they, they show up, the main girl from the last one. Yeah, the Shows guy up. doesn't show up. Yeah, I hope they. I guess they broke up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's like a little sad at the beginning of this, and I kept yeah. thinking about like, what if he fucking died? Like, oh fucking, man, he, it was rainy one night, and he and his fucking daughter just got in a car accident. That's fucking horrific. <laughs> she lost her only friends. <laughs> I yeah, that would be terrible. Mm. But I hope she's. Uh, I was thinking about like during the plot of this movie, her being on vacation in Hawaii or something. <laughs> you know, she's supposed to be training in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, she's training. It's some bullshit to get her out of the movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I I sort of wish she was still in it because she's. I thought she was relatively interesting as, mm-hmm. at least visually. I think she's got like a nice distinct face and like a very stoic mm-hmm. sort of yeah you know way to emote, but. Uh, maybe they couldn't afford her or something. This is another girl. I thought the girl in this was very pretty. Yeah, young man. Uh, uh, the girl from the last one. Girl from this one. Uh, the girl from this one. I can take her or leave her. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of wish she was still in it, but I'd be f- fucking pissed if I was her. And it's like, you know how you left. Mm. yesterday at least she got like a proper send off yeah, because they didn't so many pretend. of the other movies would like just fucking they're gone you know they yeah. have like these military officials where it's like uh sometimes like cameos from older actors yeah and they play like kind of prominent roles or at least like they're present for the duration of the movie and then the next movie just they're gone yeah. where'd they go who knows fuck you yeah yeah who <laughs> yeah. Who? What are you talking about? They weren't no. in the last one. No, this is about y- Yoshida and her brother. Mm. Now it's like, what happened to the main? Ca- oh no, 
but yeah, no, it, it it does feel like you didn't get cheated or like they aren't pre- they're just like lazily pretending like the last one didn't happen. Right. There's always like a a sense of like embarrassment or like a a, a like, hurriedness to move on. We're trying something else. Yeah. You know. But in this one, it's they take the time to be like, she is still here, and we'd like to tell her goodbye. Yes. Thank you for the past movie. <laughs> You now did a you great are job. gone. You are going to the United States <laughs> to train because you asked us for a million dollars. She gets a nice little moment with the mm-hmm. the main guy of this one, and it makes it feel nice little connection. Genuine, where it's like, okay, like nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's fine. We get the classic Mothra song. Yeah, it's pretty good in this one. I like it. Yeah, whenever I think of this song, this is the version I think of. They're nice, harmonized. Mm-hmm. Vocals, it sounds especially good in this arrangement, this particular arrangement. Yeah, it's not, like, flashy. No, like, but it's just, like... like it's the Rebirth of Mothra movies, like, you know, when they were making new songs, it was always, like, way too fucking over the top and, like, calling attention and to itself. on and on, but this, they do it, and it's like, oh, cool, you're doing it again, and it's like everything else in the movie where it's, like, it's not crazy different mm-hmm. or trying out an especially new or, you know... Off the cuff idea, mm-hmm. but it's somehow the best version of yeah, it. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just somehow just ends up fully realized. It's it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I I mean you know, it's just Mecha right. Godzilla looks really fucking cool when he gets his eye yeah ripped off. It's cool. His eye, the, the little part around him turns red. <laughs> like he's got a scar or something, and that's a little yeah. Like, that's what? when uh that's when the old Godzilla takes over. Uh yeah yeah. He yeah. does that. Um, I heard it was supposed to look like uh, him crying blood. I thought it was Mechagodzilla's brake lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's his turn signal. Yeah. Yeah, this this is just like a point at it and say it looks cool movie. Yeah. Uh, It looks good. We haven't really talked about the way Godzilla looks, but he's also cool. Solid. It's like kind of your standard, fully realized millennium era. Mm-hmm. Godzilla looks cool. He's like occupying the role he should. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's not really like the total focus. He's more just like the antagonistic force. Yeah. He feels more like in this, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not like, what is it, 80, Godzilla 85 or whatever? Yeah, 1985, or Return of Godzilla. Yeah, Return of Godzilla, that feels like, holy fucking shit, it's Godzilla. Right, yeah. Oh my God, dude, he's running through a building. And it's mm-hmm. like, no shit, wow, that's crazy that Godzilla would run through some buildings. <laughs> I would probably react that way if this was real, mm-hmm. which it's not, uh, but- in this, they're just like, Godzilla's here. It's like, okay, yeah. I pretty much know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, and they know that you know. There's not a whole lot of gravitas no. given to any of the monsters appearing, maybe Mothra a little bit, especially yeah. towards that beginning scene. But not too much bullshit where they're like, ooh, who is this? And it's like, you know, me looking at the DVD yeah. cover, <laughs> and it's like, well, there's like a list in the title <laughs> of who's in this movie, so... Oh, it could I, be one of three. I did really like in the previous movie that there was a lot of heft given to Mechagodzilla. Like, yeah. it was always, like, from the inception of it being, like, here are the bones, and they slowly lift that metal thing up to reveal that they're underwater with the, yeah. the bones, and then it, it just always feels, like, really big and important. And in this one, it's like, you know, he's just in the background mm-hmm. from the beginning, and, you know, I guess we aren't really owed that since we already got it in the previous one, but it yeah. does feel a little bit weirder that like, they just don't seem to be caring as much 
but it they almost expect us to be. Yeah. You know, when it's like, that. oh, MP3. Yeah. I have to go into MP3 and... No, use dot .wav. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's less. <laughs> it's a lower quality. AIFF. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's getting way into, like, nitpicky stuff because yeah. just as as the grand picture, it's doing a pretty fucking solid job of everything it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Don Fries. I've been kicked in the head by a horse a few times. I already kind of said what I was... You know, I, I gave it away, guys. Sorry. But uh, I like this movie. I like it about as much as the last one. It, it's hit, it's, it's hitting the same spot. Uh, the G-spot, if you will. Mm-hmm. For G for the, Godzilla. The Mecha G-spot. The Mecha G-spot. G for Godzilla, once again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it hits all its marks. It fulfills everything it should, and it's like what these movies should be. It's what I remember Millennium movies being like. You know, like all those fucking like Biolante. It's like I remember this being like the standard, mm-hmm. and no, these are the golden, glowing examples of what yeah could have and should have been. Yeah, I like it. And it's good. There's not much to say. Seven out of ten. Once again, it's not the best thing in the world, but man, it it's good. It's really, really good. There's only one way to summarize my feelings, and that's by soy facing. Mechagodzilla's tyrannical reign of technical terror comes to a head when he meets Godzilla, the big green galoot, in this epic battle royale between some of Godzilla's most iconic foes. Then I eat a pe- then I eat a piece of salami really fast. <laughs> Let's get our balls out and compare their sizes for God <laughs> for Godzilla Tokyo SOS. <laughs> Let's get on our knees and ready to please with Godzilla <laughs> Tokyo SOS. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate him. I can't stand <laughs> that. You do him pretty well. That goofy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> goofy. Anyway, yeah, it's it's that's cool. Uh I remember this one. They re-released uh a lot of the older ones and some of the millennium ones on DVD. Uh, around this time, mm. uh, pre-Final Wars in the United States, I mean. And as a kid, I remember that there's a commercial that is probably bundled with this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen it. But it's like a guy, and he's like, Godzilla versus... Like, he's like reading all the, the titles of, of yes, these movies. I know what you're talking and about. And they're playing footage from this movie and against Mecha Godzilla, and it looks so cool, but he's like reading the titles of like... He's like, Son of Godzilla! Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Godzilla versus Gigan. Godzilla versus Hedora. And coming soon, Godzilla versus the Sea Monster and Son of Godzilla. Godzilla uh, versus yeah, Gigan. Yeah, yeah. And Godzilla's Revenge. And it's like, that made me think that the whole thing was like this yeah, as yeah. a kid. I was like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> yes. There's a new one? That's what I always thought. I've is there's get a new Gigan. More- one. I think I always knew that he was talking about older ones, but I figured that the old ones would be all, like this. Yeah, be this cool. Um, but I think that's just a testament to how good this one is. Yeah. That like this would get you excited for ones that are really, you know, just objectively not exciting movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leaps and bounds behind. Yeah. This. Uh, enjoyable in a different way. I, I love those. Yeah. Like I said, those were two of my favorite 
movies as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but enjoyable in very different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one the same score I gave the other one, which is 8 out of 10. Can you say it like Mr. Baloney? In this destructive show of force, Godzilla, the king of the monsters, ends his reign on a high note with an 8 out of 10. Oh, sorry. I forgot we're still in the library. Yeah, I forgot too since I like this movie so much. Uh, Well, I guess that does it. What are we watching next time? Uh, Next episode, we're watching Godzilla Final Wars. (gasps) Is that Mechagodzilla for real this time? Uh, no, that that looks like the uh, same homeless guy. It looks like he actually just overdosed on heroin. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) 